Here we are. Transformed is the, uh, the thing that we've picked up. And again, Emma mentioned it just before about that we are going through a series at the moment. And if you're visiting, it's a series that Rick Warren has done at Saddleback Church over in the States a number of years ago. And uh, there's a whole bunch of resources out for it. And uh, we came across them a little earlier in the year and thought, what a great way to just spend a couple of months looking at being transformed. And, uh, and it's been awesome so far. And we've got whatever we've got left four weeks after this one. Is that right? And uh, it's going to be good. And so in Pastor Rick's series, um, this week being transformed, transforming our spiritual life is, uh, is week one. And because uh, then that kind of sets you up to the rest. But we rejigged things and uh, moved it around because transforming our spiritual life works so well with a baptism service. And, uh, and so that's why we've done that, so that we get the spiritual journey today. And uh, I want to start by reading the, it's kind of the verse of this series. Uh, Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And uh, I love that verse. And I just think it, it encapsulates what we heard from our four, what are they, Bap- baptismes? Is that what they are? I was going to say baptismals, but that makes them sound a bit dismal. So, um, but baptism candidates, I don't know what they are. What are they? People that got baptised. All right, they're people, human beings that got baptised. And, uh, and it's good. Little side one, human beings. Um, Rick says in one of the weeks, I think it's actually next week's, which is emotional, but Rick Warren makes a comment of, we are called human beings, not human doings. And so if we are busy doing things and not being who we're meant to be, then we've completely missed the point of why we were created. And uh, I just love that. And so if that is next week, it might be in next week's notes because I'm back here preaching again next week, but we might get a rehash of that. But I I just love that line of thinking and it's super helpful. And so that's that. Coming into a baptism service as well, this scripture... Um, I do love as well, 2 Corinthians 5.17. This all just sets the platform for where we're going this morning. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. And so this morning we are going to have a look at Luke chapter 15 and the the story of the prodigal son. And uh, there's four things in this story that we can, if we grab a hold of, and if we do, then they will transform our life, and they will transform our spiritual journey, and um, Pastor Rick goes as far as saying is we need to do every one of these, and if we want to be spiritually transformed, we must, and if we are spiritually transformed, then we have done them, and uh, I thought about the process, and I think I've definitely walked this process not just once, but multiple times through my life. And, uh, and so it's good. Let's get into it. So the story of the parable of the lost son. So we've got a father, two sons, working on the farm, working in the family. 
and uh, working hard to build the inheritance. The dad, we've been watching Yellowstone lately. I don't know if anyone's into that. And, uh, and it kind of, it gets this kind of story about it. And so you've got the ones who just work tirelessly, don't get any thanks, is Jamie and uh, whatever the girl's name is. I can't even think of what her name is, Beth. And then you've got Casey who's left home, just gone, no, nah, I'm taking my share, I'm out, and then comes back. And if you haven't watched it, then it's only partway through season when he comes back. I haven't ruined too much for you. But, <laughs> but we've got this story, and so there's, there's this young guy who thinks, no, nah, I'm going to go and make it for, my, for myself. I'm going to go and do my own thing. I'm going to go, and so off he goes, then works out life isn't so great on the other side. And it comes back, dad throws a party and the other son gets all upset because why are we doing this for him? He left, I've been working here tirelessly and I've got nothing to show for it. And so that is a very quick little John's very brief paraphrase of the parable of the lost son. And, uh, and we're going to work through it a little more when we're here. And so there's four things in this story that we need to do to be on our journey of getting closer to God and be on our journey of spiritual transformation. And so the first one you'll find in verse 17, if you are following along with Luke 15. So verse 17, this is talking about the son. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. He got fed up with his scenario. He got fed up with where he was at. He's, he's tried to do it on his own. He's wasted all his money on gambling. He's wasted all his money on women. He's wasted all his money on doing all sorts of things. And he's got to the point where he's got, I, I can't live day to day anymore. And he's working, slopping pigs. He's working just the most down and out job, especially for a Jewish guy. And, uh, and so he's there, he gets rock bottom and he says, I'm fed up, I've had enough. Even, what does he say? How many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am, starving to death. He's fed up, he's down and out. We need to get to a point when we're fed up with our current circumstance. I'm not saying we all need to get to the point where we leave and we spend all our money or we just get to that, but we get to the point where we go, my life is not satisfying what I know I'm meant to be. My life is, my life, I'm, I'm made for so much more than what I'm currently doing with my life. I'm fed up with my current circumstance, and so here I go. We heard that in all four of our testimonies this morning, Aaron and Lisa's testimony of just, well, literally, rock bottom. I'm about to walk, about to leave my marriage, about to leave my kids, about to leave everything in my life that I know it as it is. I'm fed up. I'm fed up with where I'm at. We need to get fed up and then make the decision. <clears throat> uh, we need to make the decision to get sick and tired of living the way that we are currently living. Jeremiah 29, 13 in the Message Version translation says, when you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and wanting more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. Am I at the point of being fed up this morning? 
It's a good thing if you are. The second thing, if we read on through that story, set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up, went down to his father. While he was still a long way off, father saw him coming, ran, they met together, There was a loving embrace. Verse 21, the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. The second thing we need to do is own up to what we've done. The second thing, we we, we need to be fed up and then we need to own up. We need to go, you know what? I've made some mistakes. Come back to the father and say, I'm sorry, I've blown it. The inheritance that you gave me, the money that you gave me, it's gone. I've wasted it all away. We need to own up to what we've done. Hang on, God, I'll, I'll come to you today. God, I've, I've made some mistakes. I've been looking into the wrong things. I've been worshipping the wrong idols. I've been focusing too much on sport. I've been focusing too much on work. I've been just my priorities have all got out of whack. God, I come to you today and I own up. I'm coming back to you. God, I'm fed up and God, I own up to what I need to do. A little aside for those of us that have bought the journals and are working along in the journals, there's a great spiritual assessment on page 220 of your journals at the back. And there's a great little tool. I had a quick look at it during the week. And there's some great tool there if you are into that thing and you probably are if you've bought the journal then a great tool just to have a check of where we're at. And uh, it's one that Rick Warren uses. I think he said it's every six months. He'll go through and do that checklist and that evaluation on his life just to see where he's at spiritually. And it's, it's part of it is about that owning up deal of going, well, where am I actually at at the moment and rating himself on certain things. And then if you're wanting to get a little more involved um, and get a little bit of more brutal feedback, then you can ask somebody else to do that as well. But there's some instructions there on page 220 in the back of your journal if you've got one of them, which is going to be awesome. So moving along though, here this morning, <clears throat> so we've got fed up with our circumstance. Has anyone been fed up this week? Fed up with wearing masks, sitting here this morning maybe? hit rock bottom, you've gone, that's it, I'm never going to another shared indoor venue again until we can't, you know, you've been fed up, all right, so now it's time to own up, God, I'm sorry. <clears throat> but the father said to his servants, there's so many things that when we, when we start looking at life, there's so many things that we can get fed up about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we can, yes, we can take it to the extreme of blowing all our money and leaving home and doing that or about to walk out on our marriage or our kids but, but there's so many just smaller things that we can also look at and go, do you know what? I'm fed up yeah. with the way that I'm doing this. I'm fed up with the, the way my kids react to me. I'm fed up with being talked down to all the time. I'm fed up with there's things that we can get fed up with. But then it's not about blaming someone else. It's about owning up and saying, do you know what? I've got a part to play in this. Yeah, I've got a part to play in this. Verse 22, but the father said to his servant, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. 
put a robe on him, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. You know, during the week as I was reading through this and I was listening to, to what Pastor Rick has to say about it and reading a few other bits and pieces, the ring on his finger is the most significant there because the ring on his finger isn't a wedding ring. It's a signet ring. And it's basically keys to the house. It's keys to the family car. It's keys to the family credit card. And so by going, here's the ring, when you go and put the ring to do a deal, it's paid for. And so it's basically like me coming to you with an unlimited platinum, black, whatever it is, credit card, the top of the level credit card, unlimited, and just saying, here you go, it's all yours, paid for, you're covered, you're one of mine. That's what the dad's done. To the son who just blew his inheritance, to the son who's just wasted everything that his dad has worked for, the dad turns around and says, you know what? Here it is. You're still mine. You're still mine. And then he goes on. And the son says, make me one of your servants. Make me one of your servants. The dad says, no, you're not a servant. You're a son. The third thing we need to do is we need to offer up. See, the son went from give me all my share, give me what I've worked for, give me my inheritance, to coming back on his knees, make me a servant. Offered up his life and said, I'd rather be a servant in your house than work with the pigs in the slums. Have we got to the point of being fed up, of owning up, to then offering up our lives, saying, God, I want to be a servant in your house. God, I want to be, I want to serve you. The beautiful thing is that God says, you're not a servant, you're a son. You're not a servant, you're a daughter. And that is the most incredible thing. Romans 12, verse 1, the, the verse before being transformed that we've been focusing on for the last few weeks and I read out earlier, verse one of that chapter says, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Let's offer up what we've got. We need to be people who are offering up to God. Offer up myself so that we can live in his house. And the fourth, fourth force, may the force be with you. The fourth thing, the fourth thing is the reaction of the father. is isn't just to say, let's put a robe on him, put a ring on him, put sandals on his feet. It's bring the fattened calf, bring the best. We're going to have a party. And in verse 24, so they began to celebrate. We need to party it up. We need to lift up. The dad was celebrating the fact that his son had returned. The dad was lifting up praises. He was celebrating. We need to lift up. We need to drink up. We need to party up. We need to do whatever we need to do within reason. No, don't get drunk, drink up. But it's like, you know what I mean, right? It's like we need to celebrate. We need to lift up 
the praises to our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords. We need to actually get around people. The reason we clap and cheer when people come out of the waters of baptism is how boring would that be like? You get baptised, you come up, a brand new creation, and everyone's just sitting there. It's like masks on. All you can see is their eyes. And their glasses are fogging up because they're wearing glasses and it's the most stupidly ridiculous thing ever to try and see. And so you come up out of the water of baptism and all you can see is that. How's that for you? Maybe next, whoever gets baptised next will try that and see what happens. And uh, if anybody wants to try that, let me know. But, but it's no, when, when people come out of the waters of baptism, they're a brand new creation. They've got fed up with where they're at. They've owned up for what they've done. They've, what was the next one? Offered up themselves. And then we lift up a praise. We start cheering for them and clapping because they were once lost. They've blown what they had and they've come back to God and gone, God, I want to worship you. God, I want to spend the rest of my life looking up, worshipping, serving you. And so we lift up a shout of praise. We party. We party together responsibly as Christians. But it's what we need to do. It's what we need to do. And so those four things, as we work through those four things, and it's not just a matter of, well, I was not Christian and now I am Christian, so those four things have been and gone. As I said before, it's a constant process of us drawing closer to God. It's a constant process of us going, I'm fed up with the fact that I just... I keep prioritising jumping on Facebook in the morning instead of opening up my Bible and reading it. I'm fed up with the fact that I've got this sore shoulder and I can't lift my hands in worship and say, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to own up to it. I can't do it, but but I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to believe that one day I can lift my my shoulder. I'm fed up with the fact that my marriage is just not what I want it to be. I'm fed up with the fact that the kids show no respect and don't listen to me. I'm fed up with whatever we're fed up with. And the thing that we're fed up with this week might be the same or it might be different to what we're fed up with next week. But we can go through the process, go through the journey. It's called discipleship. We get people around us that can see things and suddenly then we're not just getting fed up by ourselves but we've got Shane looking at us and going, hey, have you noticed this about the way that you do something or the the way that you talk or the way that you do this and suddenly we've got somebody else pointing things out to us. And Shane can do that because we've got a relationship over many years that I trust him and he trusts me. And so if he said something like that after the initial kind of, oh, hang on, what? And the the standoff, there's then a, as in I'm standing off, not like we're just suddenly just facing up to each other, but... (laughs) And, uh, but it's like, what are, we, what are we doing working through the process? <clears throat> so I don't know where you're at in that journey. You might be step one, you might be step four, you might be looking at that list and going, you know what, this morning I feel like I'm step every one of them. Because I was looking at it during the week and I'm trying to work it out and I'm going, no, there's some things that I'm fed up with. There's some things that I'm, 
owning up with. There's some things that I'm offering up with and there's, there's some things that I'm celebrating. And so there's, there's literally every step of the journey at the moment in my life that I can see. You know, and some of that is all in a day. Some of that I go from owning up and offering up to then being fed up again and I miss the celebration bit but then just go through the journey again. And <clears throat> So we've shared about well, I've shared about our car and some of the, the issues there and some of the people in our connect group and that know that we've been looking for quite a, a while to um, redo our roof at home. And uh, literally, I was in the lift-up phase because we got approval, finally, to refinance so that we could get the job done. And so it was this moment of celebration and then that night, it started raining. And then that night, I'm at a meeting here at church and Emma sends me a photo of buckets on the floor because our ceiling's leaking because the roof that we wanted to get fixed has taken this whole journey. And so I've gone from lifting up praises going, yes, we're going to get it done, to I'm fed up with that damn house. <laughs> it was like, and Emma at the same time was watching some women's thing that said, pack your bags, we're out. And so she sent a photo to... Pastor Julie had with a photo of the same buckets, that's it, I'm packing my bags, we're out. And, uh, and so literally we went from lift up, straight back to fed up. Wow. Start the process again. Yeah. All right, God, I'm owning up, my attitude stinks. God, I'm owning up, I trust you. I don't know why, don't know why you're doing this to me, God, but I own up to it. My attitude is not where it's meant to be. God, I offer myself once again. Use me. Use me in this circumstance. And then believing that when the roof is done, I'm going to lift up an almighty shout of praise. I'm going to go up on that roof and I'm going to shout from the rooftop. I'll tell you what, I might take the blower with me so I don't look like a wacko. But uh, they just like hold that up in the air. Like, you know how you watch the movies and they're like doo -doo -doo, shooting the guns up in the air in celebration? I'm going to take my blower and I'm going to start it. And I'm going to be like, so I'll let you know, you can come film me. Um, but uh, it's going to be a good day and there will be a lot of praise lifted up. I can tell you that much. But, but that's the journey. And that's the reality of where we're at. That's the reality of where I'm at. Is that Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I don't slip up from time to time. Doesn't mean that I don't go into some stinking thinking. Where are you at? That's where I'm at. Where are you at? Are you fed up? You might be fed up with me speaking. That's a good thing. <clears throat> Glad you're on the journey. You might need to own up to something this morning. You might be at the phase where you just go, oh, I need to offer up. <clears throat> offer up my life. I've been living for myself. I've been fed up for a while. I've owned up, but, but I've just been sitting doing nothing. Oh, I need to actually offer up myself today and say, God, use me. You might be in the phase where you go, you know what? What's missing in my life is praise. I need to lift up my hands. I need to shout from the rooftops. I need to actually thank God for getting me to this point. So, Father, I just pray for every person sitting in this meeting, every person watching online this morning. God, I pray for us where we're at. Father, believing that we're going to move 
Father, believing that we're going to be transformed. Believing that we're going to get closer to you. And so, God, I just pray for every person who's sitting in this meeting, fed up with life, fed up with an area of their life, fed up with whatever it is. God, I pray that you help us to not stay in that fed up state. But God, help us to move forward into the next step of owning up. The next step of saying, you know what, I'm sorry. I've made a mistake. Circumstances have caught up with me. It doesn't need to be our own doing to be fed up with something. It can just be something we've inherited, like a bad roof. It can be something that's just been handed to us. God, we own up this morning. Father, for those of us who who need to offer up our lives afresh, Father, we do that. God, we want to be a servant in your house. God, we want to be a, a servant in your kingdom. God, use us. God, we're grateful that you don't just keep us as servants, but you, you turn back and you say, no, you're not a servant, you're a son. You're a daughter. There's reason to celebrate you've returned. And so, God, we lift up our hands in praise. God, we lift up the shout of praise. God, we have a party. God, we, we drink up, we celebrate together because we're sons, because we're daughters of the Lord Most High. If you're here this morning, you're saying, that's all well and good, John, but but this is kind of talking about a, a sequence that's in a relationship with God. And I'd say to you, you're right, it is. It's about having that relationship. It's about being on that discipleship journey, which is a journey of becoming more like Jesus Christ. If you want to start that journey, you're fed up with life, and you just go, I need a fresh start. I need to start that relationship with Jesus. I had one, like some of the testimonies we heard this morning, I had one. Or maybe you're like Jordan, and you just come into the church and what's What's this deal? What is this all about? However you've come here, you're here. I believe you're here for a reason. If you're fed up this morning and you want to start this journey, I'd love to pray a prayer with you. I'm not going to ask you to come out of the front. I don't want to embarrass anyone in any way. So I want to pray a prayer with you once the service is finished to invite Jesus into your life basically follow this template in a prayer fed up own up offer up lift up if you want to pray that prayer with me after the service so I know who I'm going to be praying with I'd love you to just slip your hand up right now where you see everyone's got their eyes shut it's just me looking around it's just God looking this morning if you need to pray that prayer if you're fed up with your circumstances if one of the testimonies you heard earlier from Shana, from Aaron, from Lisa, from Jordan, if one of them just triggered something on the inside and went, you know what, that's my life story. How do I get to the end point? 
Is there anyone here this morning who says, that's me? Anyone that needs to pray that prayer, invite Jesus into their heart and start walking and doing life with Him. establish a pathway, it would help us to just understand why we may be feeling the way we're feeling or why we're thinking the way we're thinking. Father, as we go out into the day, Father, I just pray that you would bless each one of us So we're going to celebrate. <coughs> celebrate with family and friends for those that have been baptised. God, we just thank you that there would be a lot of lifting up. God, there'd be a lot of partying. Father, there would be celebration in the house because it's worth celebrating. So God, I just thank you. Father, put your blessing on every person here this morning in Jesus' mighty name.